Over the next few weeks, students from all over Ojai, Ventura County, and the United States will graduate from high school and college, taking a big leap into the abyss of what's next. Congratulations to this year's graduating class, to those before and those to come. I leave you with a quote from the 2012 Bennington commencement speech from actor Peter Dinklage. I waited a long time out in the world before I gave myself permission to fail. Please don't even bother asking. Don't bother telling the world you are ready. Show it. Do it. What did Beckett say? Ever tried, ever failed, no matter. Try again. Fail again. Fail better. The world is yours. Treat everyone kindly and light up the night. story. Welcome back to the Townies podcast. I am Kim Maxwell, and I am a townie. I'm a townie who loves other people's stories. I teach a weekly writing and performance workshop here in my ridiculously small fishbowl of a town nestled in the foothills of Ventura County. And for 25 years, the raw and vulnerable musings of my brilliant and courageous students have sent me home filled with hope. Some of my beloved students are seasoned professionals. Some have never even been on a stage before. But there they are, up in front of a live audience, flinging themselves and their brand new words into the abyss. Their reward? They have been heard. They matter. Their words matter. And the audience? Well, they have just officially been granted permission to do the same. To go out there somewhere and take a big old risk. And that is the sacred exchange between terrified storyteller and gracious audience member. Permission. I love people's stories. Because stories are what connect us. This is the Townies Podcast. Welcome to the Neighborhood. Episode 30, Congratulations. Starting off this week's episode, Saying Hello, written and performed by Fabio Loretta. Fabio has been my son's best friend since the first grade, and it could not possibly have been more of an honor to watch this young man grow up. He is thoughtful, incredibly smart, and endlessly kind. Plus, he's quadrilingual, people. Um, it, it, it's, it's been a while since I've done this. Um, you know, go, go to the movies. I'm always just streaming things online these days, but this is nice. <laughs> I've, I've really missed watching the previews. <laughs> I, I don't have air conditioning in my house, so um, I, I guess I'm happy to not be sweating my butt off here. <laughs> uh, side note, if you, if you noticed, I am wearing a gray t-shirt. 
And um, I do get a little nervous on dates, so um, just try to keep your gaze off the pits, you know? <laughs> um, is, is it okay if I just call this a, a date? I, uh, <laughs> I don't want you to feel uncomfortable in any way. I mean, the first time we talked was a couple weeks ago, and I, I, I just want to be on the same page, you know? <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. Uh, won't happen again. Sorry. It, it's nice how they put in reclining chairs. Um, <laughs> kind of surprising they haven't done this kind of thing any sooner, you know? Um, I mean, they're literally going to put people on Mars next year and still 70% of the theaters don't have comfortable seating. Like, what are people thinking, am I right? <laughs> Have you ever thought about going to Mars? <laughs> All your um, important belongings with you and your individual pride. An escape from, escape from the violence, the expectations, the discrimination. Politics, am I right? <laughs> oh, so, sorry. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. I was um, going to put my arm around you, but I got nervous. <laughs> if, if I were to go to Mars, though, um, I, uh, I'd probably miss some people. Um, I'm, I'm really bad at goodbyes, you know? I, I just had to say goodbye to a close friend of mine last week. Um, yeah, he's in a better place now. Idaho, um, it's really great. So. <laughs> He's been my friend uh, since the early years, you know? <laughs> when I first moved to Ojai, I didn't speak much English, and uh, all I knew was tennis, you know? <laughs> Mick and I were the last two picked for doubles that first day, and uh, I've been calling the Libby tennis courts my home and Mick my brother ever since, you know? Man, I was real tubby back then. <laughs> Mick has some really good tennis jokes. Oh, you want to hear one? Okay. Um, why, why is tennis such a loud sport? <laughs> because, because people are always causing a racket. <laughs> You like that one? <laughs> oh, okay, I'll, t I'll tell you one of mine then. <laughs> why, why do I never win a point in tennis? <laughs> because I love you. <laughs> I, 
mixed jokes are funny. <laughs> um, anyways, with uh, Mick gone, it, it just doesn't feel like home anymore, you know? <laughs> it was hard to see him go. <laughs> what? Oh, um, yeah, I'm fine. The, the girl in the trailer, she, she, she dropped her ice cream. <laughs> I, I love ice cream. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm having a moment. <laughs> God, people these days. Popcorn smells really good. I really wish I hadn't dropped ours. <laughs> it's such a fresh batch, and eating popcorn during a movie is essential, and I know you really like popcorn because you told me when we were buying popcorn that you liked popcorn, and dropping the 7 up made the floor all sticky, and my pits are like sprinklers. <laughs> Will Ferrell is such a funny guy, isn't he? I loved him in uh, Talladega Nights. Oh, you never... Let's just say I, um, I deuced myself when I saw it. <laughs> Get it? Deuce? Like, like tennis? <laughs> yeah, not my best. <laughs> um... Do, do you think he always knew he was going to be a comedian? It almost seems like uh, he was meant to do it, you know? <laughs> I've, I've really been thinking about what I'm meant to be doing, especially since I start college this month. A lot of, um, will I, what will I amount to, or what am I here for? The big, scary questions. Oh my god, I'm so excited for this movie! Power Rangers are the freaking bomb. <laughs> I don't know how the hell I'm supposed to wait until November to go see it. They, they, they just cultivate everything that makes a good movie, you know? It's, it's, it's heartwarming, it's uh, action-packed, the romance. <laughs> you know, uh, on, on the courts, uh, Mick and I call ourselves the Power Rangers. Yeah, because we were best friends, you know, and we, we were awesome, and, well, we, we just liked the Power Rangers. And now with Mick gone, uh, and me leaving soon, and not really, know where, not really knowing where my home is, I, 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 I don't know. I, you know, I, I guess I'm nervous about uh, saying goodbye to the aspects in life I'm, that I'm used to. My friends are all taking the different paths, and... Do you have a favorite ranger? Uh, P Power Ranger. <laughs> oh, really? Me, me too. I've, I've always kind of looked up to the Green Ranger. <laughs> I, I was usually the green one. Uh, I mean, Green Ranger. Uh, I get too attached to memories. You know what? Um, I might come back here more often. The quiet of the movie theater really gives one time to think, you know? <laughs> Really, you'd, you'd be interested? 
Hey, you, you guys, um, the movie's about to start. Let's try to keep it down. <laughs> well, uh, anyways, uh, here's to the new members. And that was Fabio Loretta. Up next, more of a me problem, written and performed by Georgia Schreiner. Georgia works her ass off in school. Georgia does more rewrites than almost anyone I know. Georgia also gives the best positive feedback on other people's work. Georgia wears shoes only when necessary. I love Georgia. Excuse me? Yeah, hi. I'm really sorry to bother you while you're eating. It's just, well, this is kind of a weird thing to ask, and I feel like a lot of people will get offended when I ask them this, but there's really no reason to be offended because I'm like totally not mad, and I hope you're not mad. Not that either of us have any reason to be mad. <laughs> it's really more of a me problem, you know, that in this case happens to involve you. You see, when people smack, something inside me, it's just that sound of your mouth opening and closing over and over. I, and don't get me wrong, I'm really happy that you're enjoying your meal so much. Honestly, I'm kind of jealous. And I really did try everything else before coming over here. Humming in my head, distracting myself, thinking happy, happy thoughts but nothing stops the sensation of that smacking poking at my brain like a knife stabbing into me over and over. And I need you to understand that one more smack and I, I just might crack. I just want silence, you know? Don't you ever feel like the only thing you want in the world is just simple silence? There's always so much noise, and the noise around me is only a fraction of it. It's the noise in my head that's so fucking terrible. And I, I start to feel this panic rising up within me. All this noise, so much fucking noise. It buzzes in my ears and itches at my eyes and churns my stomach and aches my arms and legs. It is the noise of so many thoughts fleeing and falling through the space of my mind, bouncing off the walls with such force and such speed that my mind is in a constant shake. I am suffocating under the weight of all this damn noise. Senseless, overwhelming noise churning, waiting to drown me. Every thought, every idea, every emotion gravitates together into one huge mass. Everywhere I look, I see the tsunami surrounding me on all sides, waiting to crush me. No, wait, don't leave. No, we've only just begun talking. I still have so much to say. See, you, you haven't even finished your food. All, all these things in the universe, my mind can't handle it. You, me, plate, fork, spoon, words and thoughts and people and places and things and opportunities, all of it swirling around in my head, traveling the speed of light. So many things to consider and analyze about every single moment. So many paths and only one body to walk down them. What if I miss something? What if I choose wrong? 
Or even worse, what if I never choose at all? What if I never find a path I trust enough to walk? What if I spend my life standing at crossroads, reading all the signs and thinking, but never taking a step? I could spend an eternity thinking about each of the paths and never reach a conclusion. Or what if I did choose a path and I chose wrong and then I regret it for the rest of my life and I spiral into a deep depression and go crazy? <laughs> I have to choose. Early decision applications are due tomorrow for both, Stan <laughs> for both Stanford and NYU. I have written the best applications of my life. One for biochemistry and one for theater and writing. And I can only choose one. I feel like either way I betray a part of myself. I'm afraid that by wandering down one path the others will die. That a part of me will die. Selfie's choice was supposed to be Meryl Streep's problem. <laughs> Did you see that movie? I'm not ready to choose. What if I choose wrong? That single question runs through my mind over and over and over again, yelling at me to choose and yelling at me not to choose wrong. All I can hear is the noise, and it's so strong. It's so overpowering that I can never decide anything. There's no rhythm, no melody, no discernible notes, only endlessness. The only thing I have ever positively known that I want is silence. And it's the one thing that I will never have. So, do you want to go get some coffee or something? And we just heard from Georgia Schreiner.
being fair I'm in the share for all the good that has done me I want money to burn that I don't have to earn And no lesson to learn on Monday You are listening to the brilliant John Slade with Board of Education from the album Boomertown. To learn more about the music and performers featured on the Townies Podcast, please visit thetowniespodcast.org. I Wonder, written and performed by Evan Stoll. Evan is a sharp, super funny robotics nerd with a big heart and lots of sass. I can't wait to see how this passionate kid is going to change the world. I wonder sometimes. I wonder what the future holds, what lies in wait. I try not to wonder too far ahead. Wondering what happens when you die freaks me out. <laughs> I wonder about what the future will be like. What if humans get fucked over by a dumbass cheeto-looking president? <laughs> the things I want to do in life are a little out there. Visiting Antarctica is probably at the top of my bucket list. My friends think I'm crazy, because go to the actual South Pole at 60 grand. It gets cheaper the closer to the coast you go. I also want to climb Everest. That's another 60 grand. I also really want to see space. I wonder a lot about what I'll do as my job in the future. Apparently I'm going to need to make a lot of money. <laughs> I wonder about time a lot. Time is fucked up in a delightful way. It's always been here, and it will continue on long after we're gone. If the universe's history was 24 hours long, us humans have been here half a second. We're kind of like nothing. Like in that photo of the Earth taken by the Voyager probe. It's called the pale blue dot. It's looking at the Earth from somewhere near Saturn, six billion miles away. And there's this little ray of light from the sun. And there's this little tiny speck in the ray. That's Earth. That tiny speck. We are smaller than a speck. If the sun exploded, we would die eight minutes later. We wouldn't even notice. That is both terrifying and, to be honest, kind of exciting. <laughs> I wonder if humans will colonize Mars. I wonder if we'll ever leave the solar system. I wonder if humans are alone. The only intelligent life form in the universe that's fucking big. I doubt we are. It might be too early. The universe has been around for about 14 billion years. 
I think it may be more like 13.5. But anyway, what I'm saying is as far as universes go, it's pretty young. There's a lot to come. Considering the colossal size of all this, it seems kind of reasonable to think we're alone. Researchers created a map of the universe. And when you compare it with this image of the brain network and human beings, they look remarkably similar. Brains are weird. <laughs> Ever thought about the inner voice we have? How does our brain decide what it sounds like? <laughs> Deaf people obviously have an inner voice, but what is that like? What or how do blind people see anything in their mind? Have you realized how weird remembering stuff we've seen is? You don't actually see it, yet it is clear in your mind. I guess an inner voice is the same. It's just there. I suppose the brain named itself. <laughs> I wonder sometimes. I wonder what the future holds, what lies in wait. I try not to wonder too far ahead. And that was Evan Stoll. Closing out this week's episode, For That Weird Girl in the Back, written and performed by Sarai Noyola. I first got to meet Sarai last summer when she participated in the Ojai Playwrights Conference Youth Workshop. She is a natural writer and performer and an absolute joy to be around. The world better just watch out for this fierce indigenous activist. Overwhelmed as I am, I would like to start by saying that I feel honored to be in front of my fellow Stanford graduates and their beautiful families. On behalf of all of us, I'd like to say thank you for everything you did to get us here. Oh my God, the FAFSA, am I right? <laughs> Super grateful not to be facing any student debt because of President Obama's initiative. Thanks, Michelle, we love you. Best president ever. <laughs> As valedictorian, I was going to start by addressing my fellow Stanford grads, but then I saw this weird but totally awesome girl in the back. And we've all earned our degrees here, so I'm going to talk to her. Hey, weird girl. I like your glasses. I look at you and I'm like, well, she wears glasses, so she knows what the hell she's talking about. You know, because smart people wear glasses. <laughs> and then I see the red on the side, and I'm like, Wow, sassy. <laughs> Anyways, you know what I know about you? What I know about myself? That insecure and strange girl with the glasses? <laughs> I know that you want to live in Italy and marry a hot Italian guy. And that you want your hot Italian husband to inherit his great-grandfather's gelato shop. So that you... <laughs> so that you can have gelato for dinner forever. <laughs> I also know that you're second-guessing yourself, that I was second-guessing myself. I know that you think that you won't have a real impact on this world. I know that you're afraid to even try, worried that you'll be rejected because you're just not big enough, not smart enough, not strong enough, not enough. And you know what? I need you to stop doing that. I need you to stop doing that because you are smart enough. You are inspiring enough. You are strong enough. No, you know what? You're more than enough. Not only do I need you to think this, I also need for you to believe it. I need you to believe that you are way more than enough. You know that zebra movie? Yeah. 
The one about the zebra whose name is Stripes that wishes he was a horse so that he could race, and he gets bullied by that huge horse that you hate, but then Stripes proves that horse wrong and races in the annual horse racing competition and wins. I know that the movie ending makes you cry sometimes. I'm Stripes. I'm that zebra and so are you. Which sounds absurd, but we will prove that horse wrong. We'll prove ourselves wrong because you don't have to be a horse to get here. I know that you're embarrassed of that movie showing up on your Netflix accounts recently watched. <laughs> but even though it's a kid's movie, it, it's a kid's movie, it has something to say, and so do you. You watch that movie and you watch it proudly. I am proof that you don't have to hide that movie anymore, that you don't have to shy away from what scares you. I didn't. Look at where it got me. And I want you to know that not only are we going to win this race, but so many more, because I know that you want this. And I also know that this takes time, and I know that, we're going to miss, that you're going to miss your parents. You know that PhD you really want? Yeah, we're going for it. And I know what you're thinking. That will take a while, and it will. But there's no way we're stopping now. Nope, we're going all the way. All right. Well, here's the thing, kid. You have to do this not only for yourself, but for them. Don't forget where you came from. Don't forget that you came from their sacrifices. Don't forget that they raised you, they believe in you, they love you. You have to spend as much time with this as you possibly can, especially your mom. She loves you unconditionally, which I am aware sounds cheesy, but it is so true. She does everything she possibly can for you. And your dad, he has and will continue to be by your side. And don't ever forget the day that you told them that you were accepted into this amazing school. Accepted to receive the higher education that they weren't as fortunate to have. That's the day that your mom will break down in tears because she has always known that this day would come and could not be more proud. It is the day that your dad will congratulate you because he knows how much and how long you've wanted that moment. Mom, Dad, this is for you. And it's also for you, kid. It's for all those other strange, hopeful, and somehow unsure children. It is to make them understand that they are worth it. And believing that, believing in myself, is what made me into the successful Stanford valedictorian of the class of 2025. Thank you. Sara E. Noyola bringing this week's episode home. story. Please join us every other Tuesday for a new round of freshly minted stories. I am Kim Maxwell of Kim Maxwell Studio, and we teach people to launch their stories loudly and unapologetically into the world, to laugh more, risk more, and have bigger lives. The Townies podcast is co-produced by Lily Brown, Asa Larmonth, and Ken Eros. Studio Engineering and Mixing by Arrows Creative and Sound. The Townies theme song was written and performed by Rain Perry, recorded and mixed by Martin Young, and mastered by Mark Hallman at the Congress House. The Townies podcast is in part made possible by a generous grant from the Ojai Arts Commission and the City of Ojai, a small town 
with big stories. You can find out more about us at thetownewspodcast.org. Thank you for listening. Saying Hello, written and performed by Fabio Lauretta. Is he really my neighbor? Mm-hmm. He lives about five houses up from you. Which side of the street? On the right-hand side, on your side. You should suck up to them. She makes homemade pesto, Ken. Mm. His mom makes homemade pesto. I've always loved them.